Welcome to the Patient Zero Podcast, where the thoughts of one become the needs of many. Join us in this journey in which the universe is viewed through a different lens than you may have imagined. We are the one who feeds the many, or maybe we are just fucking confused. Sit back, relax, enjoy the ride. Here, we, there. Episode 26, day 87. Let's get this bitch going. What do you say? What do you say? With a positive state of mind. A cheers, so to speak. Glad everybody's here. We made it through episode 25. Barely. I don't even think there was a fucking ending to it. I think I just got up and walked away. Anybody that watched it live or just listened to it it's a little bit of a wreck i mean it was a it's a good time it was the reunion long time waiting but it was a wreck it was a uh fucking teetotal little bit of a disaster it could have been handled a little bit better could have been handled a little uh less fucking fucked up but it happened I'm still going to let it out just to nothing else remind myself of, you know, how fucking stupid I might be. I was obliterated. Hopefully, and I haven't even listened to it yet or edited it yet or anything there, but hopefully there wasn't anything too fucking offensive. And we had some fun, so we'll see. First and foremost... Um, getting this episode going, I want to say thanks to at whiskey underscore hell on Twitter, whiskey hell podcast for giving us a shout out on our commentary to their episode. So you guys haven't heard them. You haven't listened to them. Give them, give them a, uh, give them a try. I mean, they, they put a unique spin on, on weekly news events and on, uh, craft beer reviews of beers I'm, i mean i like i like listening to them they're good dudes so so let's roll on something that i had wrote down as a topic to discuss in episode 25 and i have no idea whether or not it actually got discussed i mean it's this so much was a fucking wreck but anyways what what i want to talk about cuz we've we've been Crossing the lines, talking about uh, paranormal, the, of course, the universal plane, things of that nature. I want to talk about sage. So, the theory is, the thought is, the uh, understanding is, is that you use sage, you burn it in your house to let all the negativity out. And I... Whoa, what the fuck? Something just happened there to the old 
computer did a little flash. What is going on? My mouse is moving by itself. Let's see what it does. The fuck is going on there? That's crazy. Happening while I'm recording and talking about it. That son of a bitch is fucking moving. That's a little bit creepy, ladies and gents. The mouse is moving on the screen, and I am not touching it at all. I wonder if it's picking up like the neighbor's mouse or some shit. Maybe there's something in here moving the fucking mouse. I don't know. Is there something in here moving the mouse? That's something... Some kind of fucking hacker bullshit where somebody's got control of my shit. Why would you just barely move the mouse, I wonder? Why wouldn't you go ahead and click shit? You know, the audio's spiked, and it's moving. So I just moved the mouse into the middle of the screen where the audio's recording. Let's see if it keeps fucking happening. I'm going to move on. I'm going to talk about Sage. Keep talking about Sage. I brought Sage up, and, you know, everything spiked and went fucking crazy. That is pretty fucking unique that that just happened. Interesting. So where, where I'm going with that, you know, you you sage the house and you clean all the negativity out. And, you know, a week or so ago, give or take, is which is why I wrote it down so I could talk about it, was with the wife, the queen, sage the house. And... You know, I felt I felt really drained, really tired for a few days there after it happened and and I I don't really know why and I didn't know for a day or so that she'd actually done it. I mean we, she didn't tell me. So did it did the burning of that certain herb, that certain plant affect me in some sort of way that made me tired? I don't know. I mean, I walk around with a lot of fucking negativity in my head, which is why I speak on here about positivity all the time. I'm talking to my damn self. How does that burning of that chemical or that, excuse me, that herb, so to speak, actually affect the physical world? Maybe it is the chemical reaction. Maybe it is the frequency so to speak we talk about that a lot at which it burns that that scares off that sucks out that pushes away negative energy i don't know i've been i've been thinking about that for a little bit since it happened and i'm i really wished i wouldn't have been so jacked on 25 that uh cuz it was recent I, I would probably have some some good commentary, but my my fucking mind moves on so quick. I gotta take notes and get it get it the fuck out, or or the good content or the good uh, philosophy, so to speak, may be gone. So so why why does it do that? Why does it why does it affect? Why do we believe that it affects the world in that way? I guess maybe that's the right way to say that. Potentially. Potentially it does have some effect by the way that it burns or the reaction that it gives off. Maybe it wards off 
you know, negative energy. Because if there is such a thing, and I mean, there probably is, of the universal plane, which we've spoke about here and there, mostly every fucking episode, and how that, you know, everything coexists at, at the same time, potentially, on different levels that we may or may not or can or cannot understand. There was another little spike there. I don't know what the fuck that was. Just watching the audio stream as I'm recording and a little blip there. The mouse hasn't moved again, but anyways, you know, maybe there is a connection or maybe it's, maybe it's a uh, folklore, if that's uh, the proper term of, you know, at one point in time, you know, some, some handmaid burned the sage and, and took the devil away. I don't know. I certainly felt, and and maybe it was just those couple days, but I certainly felt a, I certainly felt really fucking tired. Maybe it was just everything fucking catching up with me all at once, and yah, 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 and coincidence, so to speak, or maybe it's not. Maybe it pulled all that out, and my, my body and mind didn't know how to react with that short, short glimpse of, you know, the negativity drained from you. I mean, do you, do we, do we run off negative energy? Do we fuel ourselves, our minds, our bodies, our souls with negative and positive energy? I think so. I think that in the grand scheme of things that you could affect shit in either way, either way, Dark or light, as we've discussed, good and evil, you know, your mindset sets that. And perhaps we're all in control of our own universe. Perhaps the universe sets the tone for all of us. But maybe, maybe our physical interactions, so-called sage, or not so-called sage, actual sage, can set the tone. And maybe it's just the scent or the smoke that causes a reaction within us that pushes that negative mindset, negative energy away. You know, you feel, you feel clean, you feel cleansed or, you know, who, who knows? I'm just out loud talking about what, whatever the fuck that is. But, you know, I wrote down, is it, is it worth it? If it really pushes the negativity out, yes, it is. If it sucks it from your body and you feel drained and maybe it's doing something different. Maybe it affects different folks in different ways. Because it's all based off connection with the universe, with the with the plane, so to speak. I don't know. I just, I just thought it was interesting that for a day or so I'd come home and I was fucking tired of shit. And she's, then she tells me that she saged the house, you know, a day ago. I was like, fuck. I mean, is there a connection? Maybe there is, maybe there isn't, but it was, it was interesting to me how my mind made, tied the two together and made me want to talk about it. So I don't know if I made any coherent, clear points about it in 
in the last episode. I have no idea, but uh, I went ahead and wrote it down to talk about now. So uh, there you fucking go. It rolls right into another subject. And this one is absolutely true. I think for anybody, anywhere, about anything. Our state of mind affects the way that we feel and not not by not by feelings. Of course it of course your state of mind affects your feelings, but your state of mind affects the way that your body feels. So, you know, in the in the discussion of the sage and the in the thought process of thinking the way that, you know, made me feel tired, you know, I get to thinking about you know, I've been just down here lately for whatever fucking reason. I'm not sleeping well. It's um I do much to drink and blah 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 blah. But what I can tell you is being in that state of mind, you know, my joints hurt, my feet hurt, my knees hurt, my shoulder hurts, I'm getting tension headaches and you know, all all this shit is going on. And I think it's almost directly related by the state of mind that you produce. So positive state of mind. So today, today was a good day, you know, woke up kind of fucking on the wrong side of the bed, but found a way to just flip that shit around and, you know, keep rolling. I I talk all the time about positive mindset, positive mindset, roll your positive mindset. I mean, I'm saying saying that, I'm repeating myself. I'm saying that to all of you as well as I'm saying it to myself. So today specifically, you know, I didn't, seek it out. I didn't necessarily put it on the list of things to do today. But it happened. And it happened in such a way that you know you got these ups and downs like a roller coaster, like driving through a hilly countryside, so to speak, in your life and your by the you know, by the year, by the month, by the day, by the hour, by the minute sometimes. And a positive day, you know what? I feel I feel good. My body feels good. I got shit done at work. Well, some some of it, you know, whatever. But it was it was just maintaining that positive attitude, that positive nature, and I I didn't seek it out. It just fucking happened. You know, I don't, and my my joints don't hurt. My feet. Don't hurt. I was on my feet all day. I mean, my my neck and shoulders do just a little bit, but that's from the physical things that I was doing today. I guess my real point is about about the whole thing is, and maybe I'll keep progressing on this further. But your actual state of mind: happy, sad, mad, glad. You know, however you want to state it. On whichever side of the zero line it is, if you want to put some quantitative nature to it, a numerical value. So zero, zero is baseline, zero is nothing. Positive one is positive one, you know, positive plus. Negative one is 
negative 1. Obviously, you get the reference. Throughout our day, throughout any given hour, throughout any given minute, so to speak, not so to speak, just is, try to, try to, we should strive towards, I don't know how to tell anybody to really do it. I don't, I don't even know how it happened. I opened the day thinking it would be a fucking negative day. It's the way I woke up, you know, whatever. And it, it turned itself into something positive. Keep your baseline above zero. You don't, you don't want to be zero. Zero is a, there was another spike. Something's fucking clicking on this bitch. I don't know what it is. Not real sure. It's unique, though. Something's happening this evening in this fucking room. Stay above the baseline. Stay above the the nature that your mind potentially naturally seeks. Whether it's below zero or above zero, I don't know. And I really don't know how to control it other than Maybe look yourself in the mirror. Maybe decide that you're going to try to feel good today. And I think that the connection between the mind and the body is so strong, obviously. You're, I mean, your fucking brain controls controls your body. I mean, your, your heartbeat, your breathing, your conscious thought that if we could find a way to retain that on the positive side. I mean, you hear, hear stories all the time or you meet people all the time or you know people that actually experience this. You got a 100-year-old man who is just as positive is as the day is long for no better analogy. He's lived his life and just keeps going. Just a happy guy. Was he that way all of his life? Probably not. The man probably had his ups and downs. Probably had more pluses than he did minuses, though. If it's a if it's a fucking equation of some sort. So me, myself, I mean, I have to find a way to do that because I naturally try to solve for zero or negative two. For example, how do I do that? I don't know. Surround yourself with positive people, which typically it, I do. Surround yourself with things that make you happy. Typically I do. And just understand what, what all that means. Your state of mind, what you feel affects your physical body. I think there is a direct fucking connection between the two. No doubt, no no really no real argument. Now it could go the other way. So severe injury, something of that nature could draw the mindset down, but or, you know, just just bad illness, for example. 
which I experienced early in life, draw your mindset down. Maybe, maybe that's why you know I have such a roller coaster of a mind now. It draw draws you draws you down, draws you out, draws you under, so to speak, the surface. Think of it as smooth glass water, lake, ocean, and positive view is at the very least on top, above, floating. Negative view is fucking drowning. And you'll just keep drowning. You'll sink deeper and deeper. Or you'll rise higher and higher where you can see, you know, the smooth ocean from above. You know, whatever. Maybe that is or isn't a good analogy. I don't fucking know. But I think the point there is positive mind creates positive body. Negative mind creates negative body. And they both can draw each other to that absolute zero line or above or below in either way. It's interesting. I mean, it's true. It's 100% true. 40 years old, 40-some years old, and I, I know that for a fact. I've done a lot of physical labor in my life, done a lot of desk labor in my life, you know, and it, either way, doesn't matter. Mindset is positive. I think your body's positive. Mindset is negative. I think your body's going to be fucking negative. I don't really know what else to say about that. So I'm going to move on. <coughs> so as you all heard, I'm on spy mumbling and slurred speech. Tom was reintroduced in episode 25. I think it was, think it was a, uh, very exciting. Josh Josh was there as well. Appreciate him coming on the cast and talking. I think that, I think there's potentially a true, excuse me, true future there for uh, Josh, of course, and Tom coming back in. I think it's going to happen. I think, I think there's a lot to discuss. I think we've discussed a lot here on our own that we could discuss with them and get their point of view and see what they think. So I was pretty pumped. I was pretty excited that Tom agreed to come back on the podcast. And it was a little bit of a clusterfuck because I was a little bit too trash to be podcasting, but I think the future will bring more interaction with Josh and Tom. And I'm excited about that. I like, really like talking to both those guys. I feel like they have really good input to conversation. Fuck it. Fucking love, love both the sons of bitches. So just want to say that I'm excited about the future of the Patient Zero fucking podcast. It's another spike. Another spike. The mic has moved just a little bit. Not the mic, you dumbass. The mouse. The mouse has moved a little bit. That shit earlier was fucking crazy. It's probably just this mouse jacking off a little bit. 
yeah, I'll move it to the bottom of the screen and start jacking off on its own. So that's pretty cool. I'm going to use that later to, uh, to fuck with somebody that's actually sitting in this room podcasting. And if they, if they don't listen, they won't know. So that at one point in time, that might be fucking funny. Moving on and to, to close it out, I'm listening to, everybody knows I do, all fucking 12 of you listen to Rogan, listen to the new one here last night. It's got this dude on, ex-military fighter pilot, uh, mechanical engineer. I haven't listened to all of it yet. I just started it. I listen to 30 or 45 minutes of it every night as I'm falling asleep. And, I mean, this dude is talking about back in 2013, 2014, give or take, did it. You know, they're, they're flying these missions. They're doing this tra- training. They're getting ready for, you know, deployment, actual deployment, probably, oh, what, what, what was it? Maybe, uh, Afghanistan back then, give or take. I don't know, man. My time all runs together. I'm not good with time. Anyways, they're talking about flying these missions, and they're off the uh, Virginia coast and then off the Florida coast. And I don't think they were, I don't think they were on the west coast. I think they were mostly contained the east coast. I think. I mean, I was so infatuated with what he was talking about. I wasn't really paying attention to him talking about where he was, but they, he was discussing that. You know, they're flying their missions, and they just upgraded this new fucking badass, badass fucking fancy fucking radar. Good shit. You know, FLIR, some shit like that. Whatever, whatever it is. But you know, they they've been flying in the same zones for years and they upgrade all this radar and holy shit there is more shit blipping on the radar than they've ever seen and they initially chalked it up to you know it's it's bullshit it's just radar error so to speak but it keeps coming and there's small blips and there's described it as a formation of spheres no excuse me formation of cubes with a clear sphere around them and they're just right in the range of the uh oh the fucking nautical um so-called border outside our uh god dang it I'm screwing it up Right offshore, okay, so we have this imaginary line that indicates, you know, our our waters and international waters. So these things, these objects, these cubical spheres are just out there floating around, stationary, multiples, formations of them. And I didn't I didn't make it much further than that, other other than he explained, you know, they'd they'd be They'd be moving around in no way we wait. Those things mostly were kind of stationary for 12, 13 hours. Okay, so he explained that a, uh, I think he was flying an F-18, that you have about an hour's worth of fuel. You take off, 
you kick ass, you're home in an hour. That's why there's so many of them on a carrier so they can continuously fucking loop those bitches up in the air kicking ass. Hoorah. And not even the right term for the right branch. So apologies for that. Just expressing my excitement and my, my, my respect for the military branches. So they're flying these missions, training missions, and, you know, it starts off as, you know, the first guy says something about it, and it's like, you know, it's banter, it's bullshit. Man, eh, what the fuck ever, Joe? There wasn't anything up there. You know, you're just, whatever, quit smoking crack, buddy. And then, you know, the next person sees it, the next person sees it, and eventually, you know, everybody knows about these things up there floating around. And then it becomes a, it actually becomes eventually, like a year or so later, give or take, it becomes a uh, a safety hazard because a couple of jets in formation almost hit, hit one of these fucking things. And then you get into, and you can look it up, it's on YouTube, the, the gimbal footage of the, it looks like a, I looked it up last night as I was watching falling asleep and looks like this rotating disc and it, it uh the way he described it you know it's it's moving in a uh linear direction you know due east due west due north whatever and it and it pulls a complete a complete u turn um in a uh in a vertical fashion so it's flying due east and then it loops up and back in a very short, what do you say, 500-foot radius where he said it takes a couple thousand feet for a fighter jet to make that kind of turn. And then it just loops back, right back in the same direction. So what the fuck is this shit? So they, the fighter, fighter boys, fighter jet guys and gals, I mean, they they chalked it up as something above their pay grade operating in in the airspace that they were training in. I mean, and it, the guy's talking, and he says, man, I'm a little bit fucking offended by it, you know, because who, anybody above them knows that they're out there fucking training and performing these exercises and maneuvers and all, you know, all this shit. They're getting, they're getting ready for the just-in-case, you know. Some kind of actual fight in the sky, rescue mission, blah, blah, blah. Not blah, 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 but et cetera, et cetera. And there's this shit out there floating around that is potentially dangerous to them. So he chalks it up as, you know, who? why would, why would somebody above my pay scale, way above, put us at risk out here while we're training? So that's about as far far as I've made it in the episode but what in the fuck are these things what in the fuck were these things what in the fuck is it I mean and why I think it's unique and maybe they expand further on it later in the episode but I think it's very unique that they are operating so to speak in right at the zone of our international airspace or our our actual airspace or however you want to say it. They're they're right within that range. Say ten miles off every coast is 
our airspace, then it becomes international airspace or, you know, free, free to roam airspace, whatever you want to say. And that's, that's right where all this shit is operating is in quote unquote international airspace. I mean, what the, what the fuck are they? Are they, are they, you know, like, like they initially thought, are they ours, you know, U.S. advanced, highly advanced tech? Are they some other countries or, you know, right, right down or right off, you know, the deep end or right down the rabbit hole? I mean, they're not of this planet. They're observation drones. Let's call them that. I really want to see one of these fucking things in person. How am I going to do that? Well, I'm going to have to take an international flight or you'll, I mean, or you'll never get more than 10 miles off the, off the coast. So, I mean, Ireland, here I come, I guess. I mean, I don't, I don't fucking know. What are they and why are they out there? It appears that they are not something aggressive. It appears that, you know, they didn't want to shoot fighter jets down or, you know, get out the big laser because that didn't happen. It's crazy. It's really, it's really intriguing listening to this guy. And I, I don't even know what the fuck his name is. I'm kind of ashamed that I don't, but Joe's got him on there and he's talking about this shit. And... He's just saying, you know, just like some of the other people that talk about it from the military, you know, we're just, we're just out there doing our mission. We're focused on doing our fucking mission, and that's it. I mean, this shit's just getting in our way from doing what we need to fucking do. I thought that was pretty unique, pretty cool that he was saying that. Because, I mean, Joe's just, you know, what did you think? What was the word on the boat? You know, just talking about it all. And he's like, man, we, we're we focused on what we need to fucking do. Rock and roll, you know, if that's what we need to do. So that was cool. So I'm going to leave you with that. I mean, you can, you can look it up. You can uh, respond, you know, hit us up, whatever. Talk about it and stay positive, even though there's fucking spherical no cubicle spheres watching us from 10 miles offshore. Stay positive. San Diego, to quote uh, Anchorman, stay classy. All that said, ladies and gents, I'll fucking see you next time.